Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I talk about the shocking return on Monday Night Raw. A WWE champion continues his epic role and we'll discuss why the newest superstar to hold gold in the WWE is on the right track. Just weeks after his much-discussed match with Goldberg at Super Showdown, The Undertaker returned to Monday Night Raw. We'll ask the question, why did he return to assist Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon? WWE Champion Kofi Kingston's reign continues after his big win against Dolph Ziggler at Stomping Grounds. But has he met his match against Samoa Joe? Plus, Ricochet shocked the world, defeating Samoa Joe to win his first title in the WWE, the United States Championship at Stomping Grounds. We'll tell you why a tough match on Raw versus AJ Styles was the right move. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We got a big return last night on Monday Night Raw. Comes to coast here. No. Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Are you kidding me? Undertaker is here. The Phenom is here. The Phenom. Yeah, you heard it, Michael Cole. Right. Wait a minute. Wait for it. Wait for it. If the gong wasn't the cue, once the lights came on, you saw the Undertaker in the middle of the ring in a weird position, too, because he comes for the save of Roman Reigns, who's in a handicap match with Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. And there we see the Phenom, the Undertaker. And as always, a huge pop from the crowd. Dave, did you hear that reaction? And people all the time, all the time, well, you know, they're getting older and, you know, I think they don't garner the attention that people, there is nobody in wrestling today that's getting that kind of reaction. Nobody. And we got blessed last night and it was such a surprise too. There was no spoilers on social media. My phone wasn't beeping. Ooh, somebody saw The Undertaker at the airport. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing. It was a complete surprise, and it was one of the more welcoming surprises that I've had in a minute. And, Mark, you know what? You bring up a really good point because, obviously, especially after that match that we saw at Super Showdown between Undertaker and Goldberg, 
we do, we have done shows, so much conversation with the Busted Open Nation about, you know, are these two wrestlers past their prime? Should that match have ever taken place? You know, when do you say when? When do you call it a career? Why do they keep trotting out and, and Mark is down in coffee already or only four minutes into the show? <laughs> and, you know, and you know what? You got your reason why you keep seeing The Undertaker. All you have to do is listen to that clip. That because Hot he's Hamill. good. Well, forget about that. He's good. The reaction that the crowd has when they see The Undertaker. Oh, my God. That was so good, man. And as a fan of pro wrestling, I sat there on the couch and just started smiling first because of the continuous roar. And I told you, I've been across from him. And you can't hear anything. Even the the things that are going through your own head is like, and you just, it's, it's unbelievable. And it was good that uh, last night, there there's a bunch of fans that may be new fans mm-hmm. that have never seen Undertaker. And the old fans got to go, oh, man. Look, this that's this is the guy I was telling you about. It's always good to see him. And you know what? You said something too that I have to repeat, Mark, because and this is gonna be a question for the nation, like a thread that people are gonna get involved in, and I'm sure on social media as well. You said it, and I think I'm gonna have to agree with you. There is nobody on the roster right now that's gonna get the same reaction like the Undertaker got last night. And here we are just a couple weeks after Super Showdown. Like I said, that many people were very critical of The Undertaker. None of that matters last night when he made that appearance during that match between Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, and Seth Rollins. As soon as those lights went down and you hear Michael Cole getting excited and you hear the gong and those lights went on and there's The Undertaker in the ring, the pop from the crowd, the emotion on their face, people standing on their feet. It escalated. It, there is, if you can, if you can do that, I don't even know how that happened. When the lights came on, Dave, play it again. Play it again, please. Chris. Hot can you play that 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 again from from Monday Night Raw from coast last night? To coast here. No. Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Are you kidding me? Undertaker is here! The Phenom is here! The Phenom! How does that happen? And there's How does it escalate from, like, hysteria? <laughs> like, what's after hysteria? I don't understand that. I just got goosebumps and I'm sitting here in the studio. I got goosebumps too. And I, I got to admit, and I, I know a lot of fans who listen to the show know what a big fan I am of The Undertaker. And maybe, and listen, I I know for a fact after hearing what I heard last night, I'm not the exception here. And you could say whatever you want about The Undertaker. His age, you throw out his age, what, I think he's, you know, in his mid-50s at this point. None of that matters when you see him. You know, we could have discussions about, ah, come on, it's time. Should he have hung it up after WrestleMania 30, after losing to Brock Lesnar? Should he have hung it up? when he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 33. After seeing him at Super Showdown a couple weeks ago, should that have been the end of The Undertaker? The answer to that is no. And I'm sure now more than ever, The Undertaker has something to prove. 
I'm sure he's heard the criticism about what took place in Saudi Arabia. I'm sure he's heard some of the people say, does this guy have it anymore? Man, when you're somebody like The Undertaker and you know you're a first ballot Hall of Famer and you're a legend, you're you're one of the greatest of all time. Ric Flair was on our air, what, a month ago, saying that no matter what, I don't care what Mount Rushmore it is, The Undertaker is on it. When you yeah. see something and you hear something like that, The Undertaker now has something to prove. So imagine a guy who's a legend, should have nothing to prove, but now he has something to prove. That's an Undertaker I want to see. And I'm really looking forward to what's going to happen at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I am too. And and I brought up the point in the break before we started the show that Roman Reigns, he came out to, to save Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns is the guy that retired him. Yep. And, I, I mean, we, we can speculate what's going to happen, what should happen. But the question to the to our, you know, our nation is why? Why would he come back and save Roman Reigns? And, and I'm asking you and I'm asking Alex and I'm asking Chris, like, we we deal with pro wrestling every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying the five days a week that we're on the air. 24-7. I'm talking about on the weekends, holidays. <laughs> like, we're wrestling fans. Yep. And if you're a wrestling fan, you want answers. You want to know. And, and, and that's that's the biggest part of it is getting with your friends and going, man, what, did you see the show last night? What do you think about this and the conversations that you have? I had those with my grandmother all the time. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. She used to love Butch Reed. I I, I told her, I was like, why do you love Butch? She was like, because he got big old muscles. <laughs> she used to love Butch Reed, man. What, sh- what show, do you remember what show your grandmother used to watch? Was it Mid-South? Oh, we, Was it we, Houston? We watched Mid-South mostly. Mm-hmm. Um because we were on the border of Texas and Louisiana. Okay. So we got both. All right. I like it. And, I mean, it was just a perfect place to live, you know, if you was a wrestling fan. But Butch Reed, man, that blonde hair, my grandmother loves some Butch Reed. And I told him about it. I was at an appearance in Philadelphia a year ago. Uh-huh. And I told him, he was like, man... He's like, if I was in the grandma's, I would have been all, I would have been number one. I would have been Wilt Chamberlain. (laughs) (laughs) But I love what you're saying, Mark, and the fact that, like, after the shows, you used to sit with your grandmother and used to talk about what you just saw and what you could see next week. I kind of like where you're going because now we know that there's a match between Roman Reigns and The Undertaker against Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre for Extreme Rules. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But you're right. I mean, like what we do here is connect the dots, the continuity of it. You know, if you look at WrestleMania now and what we've been seeing at WrestleMania with The Undertaker, at WrestleMania 32, we saw him in a Hell in a Cell match against Shane McMahon. But at WrestleMania 33, for all intents and purposes, Roman Reigns retired The Undertaker. But here's The Undertaker who obviously isn't retired, and he's going in for the save to help Roman Reigns. It's going to be interesting what happens. It's going to be interesting what happens over the next few weeks till we get to Extreme Rules and what could possibly happen after Extreme Rules. I mean, they, I, I'm they, excited you, for it. 
I'm I'm excited too, but you, you know what I think it is? And and you know, just a shot in the dark. There was never really closure to the whole I'm gonna retire you deal. And obviously the Undertaker's back. He's been back. So Roman Reigns didn't retire, but he put a scar on the Undertaker's career. And I think the Undertaker is pulling his fat out of the fire just so he could fry it himself. I think that we're going to get one of those Undertaker saves the day and he's going to turn to Roman Reigns and say, you know what? We have some unfinished business. And then we get Roman Reigns and the Undertaker at SummerSlam. Well... We're in the summer now. <laughs> Why would Undertaker want to help Roman Reigns? I mean, Roman Reigns beat him at WrestleMania 33. You know, it's not like Roman Reigns came out the next night on Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania and, and threw out flowers of bouquet of respect to the Undertaker either. So I don't really see why he would come back to save Roman Reigns. And you think that this is going to build towards a match at SummerSlam. I mean, it's got to. It, it, it really has got to do that. I mean, I, I don't I don't see how it, it couldn't. Like, if I'm, I'm, I'm booking this, if I got the pencil, mm-hmm. if the pencil is mine, Undertaker's coming out. No problems with Roman Reigns. He's all about helping Roman Reigns. Them winning this this match against Shane and Drew. But as soon as they shake hands and Roman Reigns starts to walk out, Undertaker grab his shoulder, turn him around, reach for a microphone. Roman, we have some unfinished business. You put a scar on my career. And the reason that I pulled your fat out of the fire just so I could fry it. We will finish this at SummerSlam. Lightning. End of story. I'll see your ass at SummerSlam. You do Book a, it. You do a pretty good Undertaker. Could you roll your eyes to the back of your head like the Undertaker does? That looks like it hurts. I can't do it. <laughs> it looks like it would really hurt. Too. I'm afraid to do it because I free. I you know your mom would always say don't cross your eyes because they would they'll they freeze. would get stuck like that. <laughs> I'm afraid I roll my eyes to the back of my head. They would freeze. I'd be walking around with the whites of my eyes. Dave, this is gonna this is gonna pop you. Okay. So you know I don't watch horror movies and stuff because mm-hmm. I dream about stuff. And when I was wrestling, I would always wrestle in my sleep. Last night, my wife said, <laughs> last night, you said, oh, no, get off me. <laughs> and then I started making a wrestling choking sound. <laughs> and then I rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> you're getting choke slammed by the Undertaker uh, while you're asleep. I think that the Undertaker night. came back in my sleep. And choke slam me again and put me in a coffin. I don't know what happened, but all I know is it happened again. 
Is that a is that a sign of the future? Maybe I'm coming out of retirement, Dave. I, I just don't know it yet. Ooh, breaking right here on Busted Open. I don't know Mark it Henry. yet, though. It's not like I'm planning on it because I don't want nobody ever hit me again. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news: Mark Henry right here on Busted Open on the Tuesday morning announces in front of the world that yes, there is a the possibility, though slight that it may be. That if offered an ungodly amount of money, and if it's a main event at WrestleMania, that he will return to a WWE ring. Oh, man. Don't do that. Please don't do that to me. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the SiriusXM app. Mark, we saw it. Stomping grounds on Sunday. Kofi Kingston defended his WWE championship against Dolph Ziggler in a cage. And what a pretty cool ending to that match on Sunday. You know what? The ending was spectacular. But the whole match, the storytelling, the them trying to work their way out of the cage over the top to coming back inside to where Kofi was almost out, but Dolph was able to get a foothold on the, on the cage and not allow him to get out and pull him back in. And then they them switching. And now Dolph trying to get out and Kofi having to take a pull a foothold. They they left no stone unturned in the match. That that was one of the reasons why people love that match is because it made sense. They did things that we have not given the WWE credit for doing and maybe it was a kick in the pants by the nation. But I think more than anything, um, you have some fresh ideas going on over there. A lot of new producers, um, a lot of guys that want to get over, that the only reason they're not getting over is because of them. So tell the proper stories. Put in the right kind of energy. And the talent is there. I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. They're overloaded with talent. They are. They're overloaded. There's so much talent that you can't even – there's not enough hours, and they're three hours on the air, and it's still not enough time to get a quarter of the talent on television. So you have to be able to really, really rise to the occasion. And I think now they're allowing people to get out there and tell those stories, and, and, and the, the, the shows are reflecting it. And, Mark, we've talked about it on the air. The last few weeks, you'd have to give a thumbs up to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. They've done a really good job. And listen, there was a time after WrestleMania 35, and I've said it and I stand by it, I thought the WWE product got very stale. But the last few weeks, we talked about it, especially the last couple weeks, Mark, how they've had continuity. They've been connecting the dots. And I really enjoyed last night's show, and I love stomping ground on Sunday. They seem to be doing things the right way the last few weeks especially on Monday Night Raw. They have, but they've also been suffering some greatness hate too. And I always go back to that term, greatness hate. It's like Michael Jordan. I was I was never a fan of Michael Jordan because not because he was he was uh he was horrible or he was great. It was because he beat the Lakers and mm-hmm. I was a Laker fan and it was it was, you know, it was it was not what I wanted. But I didn't. I never denied his talent. I never said Michael Jordan sucks. He can't shoot a jump shot. It wouldn't have been true. It would have been ridiculous. He was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, he's always in the argument 
for who is the best guy to ever dribble, shoot, pass a basketball. He's always going to be in the top three because he should be in the top three. And that's a whole nother conversation. But the whole greatness hate against the WWE because there's other companies that are starting to flourish and they people want to shed light on those companies. I think it's great to shed light on all the companies. I agree. But don't start bashing a constant. Because you you you, you want to get that story told. I think that uh, the greatness hate exists. Uh, the WWE is an unbelievable company. So much talent. And I want to see all that talent get a chance. And it's going to take for uh, the show to start on, on Fridays on Fox to have a little bit more uh, ground for people to tread on. And we'll see what happens from there. Well, Mark, I mean, and you're right about the greatness hate at times, and I've that's something that's always frustrated me here on Busted Open, how fans sometimes have to pick one company over the other. Why, like, hey, you can you could prefer one company over another, but I don't see why you have to say I love this company and I hate that company. I, I mean, if you, <laughs> I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, I would think that you would want to like everyone to succeed it's it's it makes the business healthier gives us more to talk about here on busted open but i will say this mark that it's not just from the fans i think it's unfair to just say that the fans have caused this and this is why i have to bring this up if you remember the hall of fame from this past year what did triple h say in reference to aew he called it a piss and company and then you had Cody Rhodes at AEW Double or Nothing take a sledgehammer to a king's throne as a little bit of an FU to Triple H. It's not just happening within the fan bases, but it seems to be with happening within the walls of the companies as well. And then when you get, you know, when you get somebody like Seth Rollins, and, and again, I back it up, I agree with it. If you're the face of the company and you're your champion, you should be defending your company. But before, you know, what we saw at Stomping Ground, Seth Rollins went to social media and says that the WWE has the best wrestling, period. And then you get um, uh, uh, Roman Reigns tweet out, period, exclamation point to what he said. It seems like the wrestlers are getting involved in this as well, Mark. And and, and just finally, so I remember during the Monday Night Wars, um, I told you we had a monitor on both shows. We would watch what was going on on our show, but also right next to it, there was a WCW. You was you were watching from one segment to the next. Wow. And you never wanted to get outdone and I, I'm the competition is going to be there just inherently. You got great athletes that uh, not only do they compete against the guys on their own show, like I want to steal it. I want to, I want to go out there. And I, I thought that Kofi and Dolph uh, quietly did that. I thought they went into that pay-per-view and they, man, they put on a hell of a performance. I was on the edge of my seat the entire match up until Kofi dove out. And, man, it could have really been he, – he caught his foot on the bottom, then on the top, altered his flight pattern, 
and kind of landed on his arm and shoulder. It could have he could have landed on his head. He could have man, it yep. could have really been bad. But he didn't. And the story was told on how he got to that got that win. Not to mention him twisting his his leg and ankle. Like I mean, it was it was beautiful. And we need more of that. We need more of that competition. I know the competitive nature of Dolph. Man, I've been in so many matches with him where we would go in. He was like, and the same thing with Randy. Oh, we're, we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to steal it. We're going to get. So now that competition is not going to be just in the WWE. That competition is going to be for ratings. It's going to be for the prestige of the fans on social media going, hey, that match on on AEW was the best match of the week. That match on 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 Fox was the best match of the week. Like people are gonna buy for who's gonna have the best match of the week. There's gonna be wrestling on on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Every week. I'm excited as hell because I'm a wrestling fan and I'm gonna get plenty of wrestling. And then they're gonna be um, house shows on the weekends, and then we're going to have pay-per-views on Saturdays and Sundays. So, man, it's just like, this is the perfect world. Just enjoy all of it. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news, they have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM. No car required. Kofi Kingston gets attacked by Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe with the loss to Ricochet on Sunday, losing that United States Heavyweight Championship. But who knows? Maybe he's got bigger fish to fry, and that is that WWE Championship that's held by Kofi Kingston. What an uncomfortable butt whooping. Joe is slowly becoming the last guy in wrestling right now that I, when he comes out, you just go, Oh man, you can cancel Christmas. Like he, this dude is intimidating and it's horror movie. Like it's like you, you, you see the shark in the water and the person just, you know, obliviously swimming along, having a good day, not realizing that the shark is there. That's what Joe is to me in wrestling. And and nobody else is giving me that kind of feel. It's different. It's different when Baron Corbin goes out there. You know something bad is going to happen. But when Joe is out there, this is what you hear. You just win a match against Kevin Owens. You're feeling good about yourself. You're yeah, WWE you're just champion. just swimming around on your surfboard. And then boom, there's boom. Samoa Joe. Joe. And then you're, you're reeling. Oh, you're screaming. Yeah. Bloody murder. I don't think it's, uh. You don't think it's, stop. Somebody get him off me. Like, it's, it's horrifying. I don't think Kofi Kingston's going to be screaming, get him off me, about Samoa Joe. 
Well, he couldn't last night because <laughs> Choking to death. Yeah, I think maybe that's what you were thinking when you were sleeping last night. You were thinking of Samoa. You were thinking of Samoa Joe. Maybe that's what it was. The choking. Get off of me. You were ta- you were talking about some. That's you- what I said. I said get off of me. And I was choking. It was Joe. Holy shit! You're having nightmares about Samoa Holy Joe. Holy cow! Holy cow! Oh, I know what I'm gonna do to you. I oh, am no, going. I am going to torment you from here on out with different pictures of Samoa Joe. And I'm going to make. What time do you go to bed at night? Don't do that. I'm going to send like circa 11:30 tonight. I'm going to send you a picture of Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends do. Yeah. Okay. Now I see the game we're playing. You like that? Mm mm mm. I mean, I have been known to. I sent you the picture of you know Linda and Blair I'm a from fan. The Exorcist. I'm a fan of Joe. This is this is not this is not good. No, it's well, not good. I mean, but it's not good. But you know what? It's good for us. Kofi Kingston Samoa Joe would be one hell of a match. Man, I'm telling you, the styles like we we said it. Bubba said it best. Styles make fights, and I want to see what Kofi is going to do to retaliate now because. This is one of those cases. Kofi is 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 an unbelievable talent, but where is his edge? He he's just having good matches. Mm-hmm. I want to see Kofi mad now. I want to see Kofi when Joe walks in the in the arena. I want to see him push a bunch of stuff over on top of him. He's like, hey, you want to sneak up behind people? How about some of that? I want to see that edge. I want to see some violent Kofi. You know what, Mark? You're making a really good point in the fact that we love, you know, the new day. We we love Kofi Kingston, and last night we got a lot of Kofi with the pancakes and everything else. No pancakes. You can't be having pancakes with Samoa Joe. No, hell no. You need to put the pancakes aside for a little while now. Like he he needs to he needs to go after Joe like he's a heel. He needs like to- he's a bad human being. And he wants to hurt this dude. He needs to make Joe needs to know that he's in for a fight, not just a wrestling match. Let me ask you this, and I agree with you. He needs an edge, like we asked about with Seth Rollins, and we got it. We need that from Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, we were together sitting, you know, right next to one another when Kofi Kingston won that WWE Championship at WrestleMania 35, and it was an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay if Kofi Kingston dropped this title? To Samoa Joe. Oh. I would be okay with it because Joe deserves it. Okay. But we we've seen um Joe and Brock. And what is it gonna lead to is what I always think of when a title changes hands or is about to change hands. So you know, it's it's complicated. I would have to like really put some thought into it. All right, eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven fight ninety three. Let's get back out to the busted open nation. Let's go out to Paul in South Carolina. What's going on, Paul? Hey, good morning, guys. Another first time caller. Ah, welcome. Um, uh, thank you. Uh, a few things. Number one, uh, Tommy Rich had an awesome feud before the Buzz Sawyer with Austin Idol. 
uh, back in the late seventies at, at the Georgia years. Remember you're a fan of his. Yep. Um, uh, one hit wonders, the cringeworthy PN news. Uh, he always would say, cue up my music when he'd hit the top rope and try to hit his finishing move. Musically, let's see, let's go with big country in a big country. Ah, in a big country. That's a good one, Paul. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Sadly, they lost the Grammy to Culture Club for Best New Artist, but that's another story. And then their career, they never were able to recover after that. No, sadly, sadly, no. Um, Saba Simba, you can definitely say it was a cup of coffee uh, when they tried to bring Tony Atlas to the WWF back then, and Jesse Labadee called him out. Um, But let me get to something that you talked a little bit about yesterday and you've talked about here more than once. That's Baron Corbin. I go back uh, a little farther than you as far as watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. And to me, I mean, Corbin's good in the ring and everything. He needs needs help on the mic. Uh, To me, he's just wooden. He's very wooden and vanilla. And, and, I mean, the only way I can think of it is he makes John Laronitis look like the American Dream Dusty Rhodes when it comes to the mic. Easy. Come on, man. Come on. That's, oh, you, you, that's come on, unfair. you overstepping. That is malarkey. <laughs> that's unfair. First of all, listen. I mean, go ahead. I think ahead. Baron Corbin does a good job on the microphone. I really do. I, I, I don't... Listen, I know it's tough in this day and age in the WWE. We've talked a lot about it, about the promos and the scripted promos. But I I think he's done a good job on the microphone. I think he's done a very good job. In the, and honestly, he's done his job extremely well because he's getting under people's skin. People hate Baron Corbin. You, you want to see him get his ass kicked. And that's kind of like what I talked about on the show yesterday is about that's what the the job of a really good heel does. Yeah. We had Stone Cold Paul. We had yeah. Stone Cold on on the show on on Friday. Great and, interview. I heard it. And yeah, and and Stone Cold said he would take exception when when he was a heel when people ch- would cheer for him. He didn't want anybody cheering for him. He wanted that whole arena to hate his guts. That's exactly what Baron Corbin is doing. And as a matter of fact, he's one of the few heels right now that is accomplishing that. So I say I think Baron Corbin as a heel is hitting a home run. Yeah, and and that's understandable. I'm thinking more like an old school, more of an evil kind of deal than, you know, he needs to do actual evil things, kind of like what you are talking about before about pushing stuff over on people or – uh, laying somebody out and then going back and attacking them when they're on the gurney type. I mean, but but here's the thing. And, Paul, thanks for the phone call. Big Country, I haven't thought of that song in, like, 30 years. But honest to God, Paul, why? Why does he need to do those things? The things he's doing right now is working. I mean, I know I went off on a tangent. It was not just about Baron Corbin. It was really about the heel conversation and people saying how you could get real heat as opposed to, you know, go away heat. Whatever Baron Corbin is doing, Mark, is working because he's gotten everybody to hate him. Now, not only is he, does he have everybody hating him, but every week we're tuning in to see what he's going to do next. 
That sounds like pretty good to me. That sounds like somebody that's garnering the attention of the fan, not just getting by or going away. He's he's every week you want to see what's going to happen. You want to see him get whipped. So that what is he not doing his job? I, I, that's that's just the way I look at. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe wrestling has changed so much that the old terminology of uh, getting over and wanting to see the heel get his you know butt kicked is is passe, but it don't look like it. Not not from where I'm seeing. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Now, Ricochet right now, we haven't really seen his personality. We haven't really heard enough of him on the microphone because what are they doing right now? As those other things develop, they're playing to his strengths. What's his strengths? It's his pro wrestling ability. It's what he does in the ring. Everything else will fall into place, but for right now, play on his strengths. Yeah, and, and and even last night, it was good to see him in a match with AJ Styles because it's creating a history. And he'll be able to come back and wrestle AJ Styles again down the road and show that he improved. The places where he made mistakes, he'll fix them. He'll have more of a following because of AJ and because he was able he's able to now I'm I'm your equal. Right now, the match he had last night, he's he's not AJ's equal. And he'll be able to prove to AJ, I've improved. Let's see what you can do against me now. That's that's the ricochet that I'm looking forward to seeing. And they're pushing him to the moon. You know, now he beats Samoa Joe in a surprise match on Sunday at Stomping Grounds. And then he's in the ring with AJ Styles. And this is one of those things where, hey, if you're watching Monday Night Raw and you see that match, take a step back. We're seeing Ricochet against AJ Styles. Like that's AJ some, Styles! Like that's something you, uh, like that's a fantasy matchup. A future Hall of Famer. Yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt, AJ Styles. I think now, especially in the WWE, AJ Styles has done enough in the world of pro wrestling, but now even in the WWE where that guy's a Hall of Famer. Oh, godly first ballot. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.